for January 21st, 2012. This is episode 45. This is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I am Kim. I am Stephanie. And this week, we're going to talk all about apps. And to do that, we have brought on the queen of apps for both Android and iOS, the wonderful Eileen Rivera. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, we're I'm just so excited. I love apps. And um, you guys know I'm not a hardcore gamer, but so I'm <laughs> ducking out a little bit. But I do game on my mobile devices. So um, awesome. And I do it a lot. So. Yeah. Well, you're on Excellent. App Slappy with Scott and Eric. Yes, and love them. I haven't been on the show for a while. I will be on pretty soon, though. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, it's been a little awesome. bit busy. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have. But you know, it's funny because on that show, they're the they're obviously the hardcore gamers. So I always mm-hmm. like, well, you know what? On that show, um, I need to talk about other apps. Just there's so many other apps <laughs> to talk about. And almost always, it's like, you know, Scott's like, well, what a surprise. I have a game to talk to you about today. <laughs> Uh, and, and so it's like, okay, well, those two are really, you know, heavy on the gaming app. So I need to bring uh, something else to the table. Every once in a while, I pull up game, and I, right. I and I and I'm always nervous to review it because you know they they review games all the time, oh, and yeah. so whenever yeah. I talk about something, it's more of from the casual gamer perspective. So I'm like, am mm-hmm. I even saying my words right? Am I describing <laughs> it properly? Uh, so it's kind of funny. I think they How think it's the cute graphics? whenever I talk games. I know exactly. They th- I think they think it's cute when I when I uh, review games. But you know, there's so many casual gamers out there who have yeah. these devices that they really appreciate it. You know, Scott and Eric are hardcore, so they don't really get it. But there really are so many casual gamers that mm-hmm. that advice is probably awesome. Yes, well, I hope absolutely. so. <laughs> and you are also on All About Android on the Twit Network, right? Yeah, that's my other show. It's sort of like I've got the dual. I like to think that I, I know both platforms um, uh, and I have uh, both perspectives. Uh, now, on that show, it's quite the opposite. I am the one that always brings up the games because my co-hosts, uh, Jason and Ron, are not big gamers. So it's like I... In, in, in that vein, it's completely the opposite, not only an opposite <laughs> OS, but it's sort of like an opposite mindset where I'm thinking, well, I want to sh- make sure our audience knows that there are great games on the Android platform, too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of which which comes after it already being on iOS, but still, right. um, people should know about it. So um, I, it's so weird how I, I almost turn my, I almost become the expert on that show. I'm like, well, this is so weird. <laughs> I'm not an expert in gaming, but I'm going to bring it to uh, that audience because otherwise Otherwise, uh, they won't get served, you know? Exactly. So do you have a favorite between the um, the operating systems, the Android or the iOS? Is there a preference for one or th- over the other? Well, for gaming, it's definitely iOS because it's just there's more apps out there. I oh, mean, yeah. and it's just easy. Well, I don't know. If, I don't want to say easy. I'm not a developer. But because there's only um, the iPad, the iPhone, or iPad original so iPad 2, iPad original, iPhone 4, 4S, 3G. There's really kind of two devices, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. depending upon which one you've bought that you uh, develop for, it's easier for developers, you know, even though I think the um, the rules uh, and the way to go about developing for games on iOS is not easy, It's they're still only building it for basically two platforms. Versus on Android, there's so many devices, and you always mm-hmm. hear this talk about fragmentation. A lot of developers yeah. don't want to put out their apps 
on Android because that would mean buying many devices, which they don't have money for, in order to test it out. And then, you know, they're the people who are doing customer service. So it's like, well, wait. So it's say um, you have a, a game that they're playing and they need um, support. Well, first thing you need to do is, okay, well, what device are you playing it on? Is it compatible? And then does the developer have that device available to <laughs> troubleshoot? It's kind of, it's, it's really hard on that side, I think. And a lot of them uh-huh. are small studios that really yeah. don't have the manpower to handle all of that versus just creating one app that, you know, is a lot easier to maintain. So, yeah, I can right. see that. I can definitely Absolutely. see that. Yeah. There, I think the tide one- is changing. Is there one Android device that they kind of target and say, this is the one I'm going to design for and hope that it kind of falls into the realm of everything else? (laughs) Yeah, well, in Android, um, unfortunately, there are many OSs and most of a lot of it are being used right now. You know, they're 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 named by desserts, right? So, um, <laughs> two two of the main two of the main OSs that people uh, the Android users are uh, currently using is Froyo and Gingerbread. Now they go by uh, I don't think there was an A, but I think it started with Donut, then Eclair, then Froyo. Then <laughs> I th- wait, actually, I think it started with Cupcake. Sorry, Cupcake, Donut, uh, Eclair, Froyo, Gingerbread. Froyo and Gingerbread are the most current, and now the new one, which will be rolling out for many devices, is Ice Cream Sandwich, and that's the one that's supposed to... um, (laughs) I know, it sounds ridiculous, right? It does, it Uh, does. That's the one that's supposed to unify... Uh, all as many devices as possible. I mean, I think if you have an older device that is not compatible with Ice Cream Sandwich, it's like you just lose out or you have to upgrade, unfortunately. Oh, that's, um, that really yeah. sucks for the consumer as well as the developers, you know, that to, to keep up with all of that. So at least they're trying to unify it, which really makes sense yeah. to do. Yep. Yeah. It's so, going to take so a while, Ice Cream though. Sandwich is going uni- to unify the world. <laughs> Well, unify the Android try to, but really there's still only like eight percent of users who have it right now compared oh. to gingerbread, you know, because it just rolled out in December and all oh, these right. handset makers, it's up to them to roll out the OS and you know, there's they they want to get it right too. Uh and there's a lot there's a lot behind the scenes. It's just it's very it's kind of complicated in that world, quite honestly. Oh yeah. Uh, but then a lot of people just, you know, root and rom their phone just to get the most updated uh, OS. That's an option too. That's more, mostly for the hardcore um, uh, Android uh, audience. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people who buy Android phones because they're cheap. Uh, but mm-hmm. they're not necessarily the ones that's going to be updating their phone to get the latest OS, and maybe they don't even care. You yeah, know? yeah, that is true. true. Yeah, but at well, the same time, they probably are looking. They're going in the Android marketplace. They're like, "Oh, my phone does is not compatible with this awesome new game." <laughs> you know, it sucks. I hear it all yep. the time. Oh, what phone do you have? Like, oh yeah, that's old. That's so when no. you go into the Android market, is it easy to tell if your phone will support the apps that are yes. that you want? Yes, and, and um, now uh, they've updated, so uh, they know 
you know, you put your credit card, your information, and they know what kind of phone you have. Oh, and on the side there, it'll say compatible or not compatible. Oh, which, well, Once you go cool. into an app, yeah. Okay. Cool. That, and yeah, if that you have more than one Android device, it'll tell you on that same page if, if it's compatible or not. So. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, so, it's good, but it's still sad. Like, I bet there's yeah. a lot of people who have really older phones, and they're just like, oh, I heard about this app someone's playing or <laughs> using, and, and and this is, uh, you know, not compatible. That happened uh, recently. I was promoting uh, uh, the awesome game Osmos. You guys know that one? On um, uh, It's now on Android, but it's the... Uh, the game where you it, it, you have to wear headphones and you hear sort of like space aging music and then uh, there's like these circles, these blobs, and you you have to absorb more circles and become like the king of. Yes. The, do you know what I'm talking about? It's sort yes, of like yes. I know that one. Like a space looking kind of uh, mm-hmm. universe. Uh, so that just came out to Android and I and I was so excited because I played it on iOS. And I said, oh, you guys got to get this. It's awesome. It's a year late. But hey, still get it. <laughs> and, uh, and then I saw a bunch of, uh, I did that on G+, and I saw a few people like, oh, not compatible with my device. So uh, sad. You know, and I'm like, sorry, guys. I don't uh, know what to say. Because that one was, is pretty graphics heavy. Yeah. If I remember correctly. So yeah. you should have a really, you should have a, at least, you know, I would say a dual core phone or a real, you know, um, a, a powerful phone, I should say, to, mm. to run. Otherwise, um, you probably won't get it. the the great experience of playing that game. So, mm. so what but, are yeah. your favorite types of games that you like to play on these devices? I know, like Steph is she loves the time management games, <laughs> and I love well, the, the hidden like object which, games. And <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Are you playing like Tiny Tower and stuff? Or? I do play Tiny Tower. I think. Well, I don't. Steph, you played it just a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like Tiny Tower a lot. Um, but it, uh, mostly, I play a lot of those hidden object games from Big Fish and things like yes. that. Yeah, those are those are probably my main. They get a one. lot of my money. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Um, I guess it depends. I'm all over the place. I like shoot 'em up games. Uh, I like Nova. Um, I was I surprised Scott by saying I love um, Battle Heart. I play that. Oh um, yeah. Some of the stuff from um, Chilingo, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, like World of Goo and that that new one Contrejour. I can't even say it. I can't speak French. Oh, but yes. they have a new one Contrejour. That the the yes. the um soundtrack to that is almost heartbreaking when I play it and it's just gorgeous I love 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 Mm -hmm. that game um and I love um like music kinds of like um uh, I'm looking at my iPad right now but you guys know the game Pulse where it's kind of like um uh this is where I'm very bad at describing games but uh, (laughs) it's kind of like um, you know, just touch the circle w- to to match the beat, that kind of game. So it's like um, a Guitar Hero kind of, kind of, yeah. But it, it's more elegant. There's a circle, and it uh, and um, it, the, the soundtrack is kind that. of what. Yeah, the soundtrack is what sells it because they've got these DJs producing music for it, and you just kind of follow where the circle originates and just you know touch the circle when it comes up to the beat, that nice. kind of thing. I like I like stuff like that. Um, mm. And I also like, you know, old school looking arcadey kind of games too. You know, I, I bought the Atari Greatest Hits <laughs> and I bought the whole suite of stuff. So uh, I'm kind of all over the place, you know, if I have time, I'll, I'll play it. But, you know, um, so with just depends the, on my mood, I guess. So with <laughs> yeah. the um, old Nintendo arcade, did you get the little stand that you, you've got? They've got that little stand that you can put your iPad <laughs> yes. in for those old arcade games. And so it's like an arcade type um, stand. Well, 
like the arcade. Yeah. That thing. Yes. I didn't get that, but that is very cool. I, I played know. it. It's so awesome. It's is like, it? I think they were selling it for like 50 bucks recently during the holidays. It's $99 normally like on ThinkGeek, but yeah, you play Asteroids and stuff. I want to get that. I want to get that. That is so cool. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet, but I saw it and, um, it's hard to get things over here in Australia, though. So um, mm, I didn't, true. I didn't get it right now. But I was like, next time I go back to the states, I'm gonna get it and bring it back. <laughs> but on the console, I think you know, back in the day, I really liked Nintendo stuff. That was my favorite, and you know, I'd play many kinds of games, like skiing games or like S- SSX Tricky was like one of my favorite games. Nice. And of course, uh, Mario and all that stuff. And then uh, and then I got into stuff like Animal Crossing, which I yes. swear was oh just my. so adorable. Oh my God. I don't know. I just, I was like, I was playing that for a while. I mean, I actually still have my account. Everything, there's probably roaches and tons of um, grass. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was about to say, I got tired of pulling the grass up. Yep, me too. <laughs> that, that was me a constant. Too. <laughs> uh, well, I just love games like that too. So I'm kind of all over the place. So do you do you like the kind of we rule type games that oh, you have to maintain? I played that. And I got heckled by Scott and Eric. <laughs> you still playing that? I mean, I finally stopped like over the summer. Uh, I, I you know I played that for all like a year and change. So uh, mm-hmm. I haven't touched it since probably. September or August or something like so that. So yeah, it, did you I did wean yourself it. off of it or was it a big bang? Um, I think I weaned myself off yeah. of it, you know, <laughs> I just kind of let go. You know what happened was I got Tiny Tower, which is to me somewhat <laughs> sort of similar. Yeah. And um, that game, I don't know if, you know, uh, and maybe your audience uh, and you guys understand, but like sometimes there's games where it just makes you feel better and you need to mm-hmm. play it. So Tiny Tower, um, I was going through uh, three seasons of Breaking Bad on Netflix with my husband. Oh, and, my um, Lord. Those were very intense. And what helped me through was playing Tiny Tower while watching those episodes. <laughs> and I will forever relate Tiny Tower with Breaking Bad. I always think, if you guys know the show, every time I hear the soundtrack, I think of Walter White, which is not a bad thing because I love that show. Um, mm-hmm. But I will continue to play that game when I watch stressful uh, shows. And I did the same because I just started watching. Well, I watched the first season of American Horror Story and oh, Tiny Tower yes. helped me through that show, yes. too. So I really appreciate Tiny Tower helping me through some stressful moments. Also, <laughs> uh, through turbulence on planes. It's helped me very much because you yes. can play it offline, you know, which is cool. Um, so sometimes games like that really help me in like when I'm watching something very stressful or, or doing something really stressful. I, I, that, I like the casual games like that to help me get through those times. Yes. There's this, um, unblock me. Have you guys played unblock me? Oh, I'll, it's really, it's just a, you know, move the, the different shaped blocks around so one can escape. Oh, and, um, so this weekend I was out camping and we had, you know, there's like four or five families with this and a group of maybe six kids aged, you know, like eight to 17, all of them are playing Unblock Me there. And it's just such an easy, you know, it's a relaxing game. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Yes. And <laughs> I, I do the same thing with that game, you know, just sit there and play with it because I can't just sit there and watch TV. I, I've just never been able to do that. I have to do something else as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so the I iPad. I can't even just game by myself. I got to do something <laughs> else while I'm gaming. <laughs> 
too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you were just at CES, Eileen. I was. Oh, is there yeah. any cool, cool things that you want to tell us well, about? Yeah, well, speaking of gaming, um, in Android, there is a device called the Asus ePad Transformer Prime. Really long title there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the cool thing is it's quad-core. It's got an NVIDIA uh, Tegra 3 chip in it, and um, they're really touting it as being able to play games. Now, they've preloaded that. Uh, it's a tablet, but it also has a dock for a keyboard, so it's kind of a hybrid. I've actually tried to use it as a laptop, and it, you know, some of the apps like Google Mobile Docs, no, not so good. So uh, <laughs> it's really not a replacement for your laptop, but it is probably the fastest um, snappiest Android uh, tablet I've ever used. Really close. Mm. Like To me, it's like very, very close to an iPad, iPad 2. Wow. Uh, final, finally. Because, you know, so I have a, a Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1 uh, that I got from Google I.O. Uh, last year. And it was okay. It's nice and thin. It's, you know, Samsung's getting sued by Apple for, you know, making their devices very Apple-like. And this it is a very thin Apple-like device. But mm -hmm. it's really not snappy. And um, you could tell that some of the gameplay is not very responsive. And I could see why if there was somebody, you know, trying out Android for the first time after using an iPad, they'd be pretty frustrated. I could see that quite yes. um, quite a bit. But um, this device, though, this uh, we'll just call it the Prime. I like to call it the Prime. Um, <laughs> really, I think, is the first to kind of uh, compete. Now, it's, you know, it's expensive. It's, it's iPad price, so $599. Six ninety nine, depending upon how much um, uh, space storage you want on the device. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think more people are still. I think the iPad is still king and will be for a while uh, until Android apps catch up. But that seriously made me excited. They were ta now. I don't know. Th is this a big game? Shadow Gun? Do you guys know that game, Shadow Gun? No. no. Okay. Well, whatever. They were touting like they gave me the device docked up to the keyboard with a PS three controller. Uh, and to oh. play it like you were playing like a console game, and it really mm -hmm. played that way. It played really well, uh, pretty flawless, no hiccups. I mean, it really felt like you were playing. It was fun to play with a controller uh, on a tablet. Um, uh, so that is a device that I think is sort of maybe kind of not really turning the tide, but at least competing finally uh, with the great device called the iPad. So um, <laughs> that really blew me away. I thought, wow, this is finally something that, you know, <laughs> sings, you know? And, like, I, that device, right. like, you put, you put any of these iPad apps uh, on that device, and I think people will be able to, you know, will, will pick it up pretty um Easily. It also has the, the latest operating system, Ice Cream Sandwich, like we talked about earlier. So that probably helps, too. That has good power uh, and the latest operating system. And, uh, yeah, it just it looks good. I was, I was very, very impressed. That's probably the best device gaming-wise, mob mobile gaming-wise, that I saw. Um, well, there was see. another um, uh, device that came out of them, out of CES... Um, but I cannot remember now who who did it. Um, it was it was one of the big uh, manufacturers of gaming devices and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's a it's really a, kind of a handheld tablet, but it has the ABC um, buttons as well as the little joysticks on it. 
Um, and it looked really cool. Gosh, I know our audience will be like, oh, there was this, 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 you know. I know, that always happens, right? And I went and looked at it, and it looked <laughs> awesome. And I was, like, really excited about it. And it's still a prototype right now, and I don't think it's supposed to come out to the end of the year. But it looked incredible. And I wish I could remember the name of it now. But they make a lot of the keyboards and um, mousing devices. It wasn't the games. Vita, was it? The Sony no. PS Vita? Okay. No, because I want to get that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But, well, so what, what game or what device would you recommend for somebody who maybe has an iPad and they want an Android one as well? Or if they're just trying to get something and they want to go with Android, what would you recommend? Well, if you can afford it, get that Prime. It's, so is that available right now? Um, the newest one, I think they're taking orders right now. It, it's kind of sold out, I think. Oh. There's an older Transformer Prime, but you want the newer one yeah. with the latest operating system and the better uh, uh, hardware. Um, but uh, I don't know. the. It's You'll know when you go on the page. It's uh, it's a different model number. But um, that really is the one. If, you're, if you want a game on it, that's the one. Because it's hard for me after using so many other tablets to say, oh, just get this one. Because it's not going to be a good experience. Uh, and then, of course, there's going to be, as always, so many more hardware devices that will come out, you know, in the next six months. Um, mm. But uh, if you're looking, if you want a game and you want to try Android and you can afford it, I would I would definitely get that device. You don't need the keyboard dock, honestly, but it just gives you extra battery life. And and it is a decent keyboard. It's not a janky, like, I don't know, plasticky feeling keyboard. It really feels when you attach the device like you're you've got a laptop, but it just doesn't really function like like there's just things that don't really function like a laptop. Yeah. Well, it's still just, a tablet, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the same with the the iPad though. You know, it, uh. I hate using Google Docs on the oh, iPad. It's the worst. I hate it's it. <laughs> I use it all the time. You guys use Google Docs all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, okay, I was trying really hard to do Google Docs on that Prime or on my iPad, either one. And it just, I just throw it and I just get my laptop right away. I'm like, oh, forget it. <laughs> it's going to be faster if I just do it this way. So. Well, so what I do is I use Docs to go on my iPad and then put it you know, and, and do things there because it's a lot easier on Docs to go. Still not mm-hmm. great, but it's better than the <laughs> the Google Docs. Oh, that's just that's mm-hmm. just horrible, horrible. Yeah. So, are there any new apps that you're using, Steph? Uh, on the iPad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just games right now. <laughs> I tried a um, uh, a forms to like a form creator. Because I'm trying to integrate like a barcode scanner into the, an iPad for like inventory, mm-hmm. uh, so that's what I'm we're experimenting with right now. But uh-huh. uh, well, because you, know. you do that for your job as well, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But but like you said, the Google Docs is it's not <laughs> it could be better. <laughs> you need to really work on that app, Google. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they so do. many people use that. <laughs> well, oh, and yeah, just, it's it's a big thing for Google, and to not make it work better on the iOS devices. Well, I think any mobile Neither. device. Yeah, <laughs> either. Yeah. yeah. Any mobile device would <laughs> would be good. So I got this new hidden object game called Voodoo and it's from Big Fish. Oh. And these are expensive games. I paid 4.99 yes. for this game. Mm. And it was so short. It was like uh. um four four chapters basically and I'm like what the hell? This is not cool. You know, and the first one was yeah. free. And then I was like, well, I really yeah. like the gameplay on it. 
So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get the rest. But then there was only three more chapters. And I'm like, I pay four ninety nine, <laughs> and it's a beautiful game, and you know it. The puzzles were fun, but seriously, that's it. So I actually wrote <laughs> Big Fish a message and said, "Hey, this isn't cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to warn a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Warning. This is a short game. <laughs> uh, but it is kind of funny though what we consider expensive versus inexpensive. Four ninety nine, yeah. Because <laughs> I yeah. plunked down sixty, the full sixty for Skyrim and the full sixty for <laughs> Uncharted, and then when but I compare an that, to, and uh, an Uncharted less than ten hours of gameplay, Uncharted oh. three. Come on, that was seriously. We're talking like nine plus, and I've gotten more than nine hours out of gameplay of of games that I've paid, you know. Six ninety nine for well exactly on. like Puzzle Quest two on the iPad. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I think I I've gotten ninety hours out of that game, and it was <laughs> it wasn't it was like two ninety nine maybe when I got it or yes. something. I mean, yes, it wasn't super expensive, but holy crap, that game has and and then I can still go back and and replay it because there's all those different mm. characters you can play and stuff. And um, so had, have you played that, Eileen? Um, Puzzle Quest no. too? No, I haven't. I'm going to look it up right now. It, <laughs> do you like um, it's the Bejeweled? Deceptive. Yeah, it I love Bejeweled. Deceptive. It's so it's, <laughs> really? it's a Bejeweled kind of head-to-head Bejeweled game against an AI person. And there's spells you can do <laughs> and you can upgrade your little guy to make your Bejeweled game stronger. And it is so much fun. Yeah, do you bought the the three ninety nine version, the HD version on iPad. Is yes. that what you bought? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it right. it seriously, you will play that for a long. <laughs> Ooh, a long you might have time. given me a game for the next app, Slappy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I, I. I better check last week's show. I wasn't on last week's show. I don't know if. Uh, oh, it's it's, it's been out yet. for a long time. But, Has it? Okay. Time. But and and this one's um. Yeah, it's been out for probably like a year and a half, but still. Oh, Scott probably Bring it up. Talking. New people don't know it. Yeah, new people <laughs> need to know. Because <laughs> really, it, that is probably the game that I've played the longest on my iPad. It wow. Because it's just got so much replay value as well as mm-hmm. just the main. If you just go through one character, you have tons and tons of gameplay. And it's so much fun. But wow. yeah, I would highly recommend that one. Very cool. Well, let's. Um, that we're not going to talk about any specific game in our main gaming section today, um, because me and Steph are going to talk about Star Wars down in our Woo-hoo! MMO section. But we do have some bargain <laughs> buys and um, some iPhone games that we want to mm-hmm. talk about. Um, the first is Drawn Two: Dark Flight, and this is the sequel to um, Drawn, the first one. Right. And I figured I'd mention it because we talked about Drawn mm-hmm. last episode. And uh, Drawn 2 is out. Uh, it's called Dark Flight. And uh, it's still full price, but, I mean, it's seriously well worth getting. That is, it is beautiful. And the puzzles are actually fairly challenging. They are. It'll the, take you a while to get through it. <laughs> but what I like about this one is, is it's very challenging, but you can use the mm-hmm. hints if you want. Mm-hmm. And the hints really um, progress you through the game a little quicker. So... There's like two ways to play it. Play it without the hints or with the hints. And you can mix it up too. And you, like you said, they're just beautiful. And I love the the puppetry kind of. They, they have the cutout type um, animation that they use in yeah. it. And it's, it's really a pretty game. And so, well, let's see here. Assassin's Creed. Ugh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is the new one, Assassin's Creed well, revelations. I don't like it's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's not her thing. Um, but <laughs> Steph and Nicole love Assassin's Creed. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I love not... Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So the I new one, Assassin's Creed a, um, revelations. I always see it as a as a as a game. I'm thinking about downloading on my iPad or or phone, but then I never do. So I don't know how the mobile uh, how yeah, the it mobile compares. Doesn't compare. Yeah, okay. the mobile does not compare. Yeah, I've actually got the mobile version, and I didn't like that either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it wasn't good either. But it is at $30 at Amazon, and it, I mean, there it's a very popular game for a lot of other people. Um, have you played Rage, Eileen? Uh, a little bit on my iPad. Because I kind of oh, yes. like that one. That one's kind of yeah. good for, I think, short periods. I don't like to play it for a mm-hmm. long time. But for short periods, just shooting everything, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> I love stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Direct to Drive is offering 20% off of um, everything. The whole site. Yeah. yeah. With no minimum purchase, which is awesome. Um, you got to use the code ENDURANCE. Mm-hmm. And is it this weekend only? So it's really only tomorrow. Yeah, it is this weekend only. We I should probably tweet. It, oh, so. did you? Okay. <laughs> Including um, <laughs> Mass Effect 3. Sorry later. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that's, you know, the bargain buys are always kind of a hit or miss when you're yeah. actually listening to the show. <laughs> it's a timing issue. <laughs> yeah. So um, ME3, which, um, so this would be the pre-order for it, um, mm-hmm. is $43 after discount, which is awesome for a brand new game. Especially Mass Effect 3, which is probably going to be the greatest game in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Skyrim, um, 48 bucks. Yeah. Pretty good. Because, I mean, Skyrim is not on sale. Nobody has it on sale. So for it to be 20% off, that's about as good as you're going to get. Everybody's still selling it for 60 bucks. Have you seen Star Wars on sale anywhere? No, not for a while. Yeah, I haven't either. And people are asking about that, but I hadn't, I hadn't seen that either. But I did see a very cool Mass Effect Monopoly game. Yeah. So Mass Effect is probably one of my favorite games in the whole world, Eileen. So oh, to see the to now, see the Monopoly actually, game. <laughs> that actually reminds me, Eileen at at CES. Did you see the Mass Effect Connect in action? You can actually uh, control Mass Effect Three with your Connect. I did by not. shouting commands. I did not. That's awesome. I, you know, I passed by the Microsoft booth several times, but it was very, um, it was really crazy uh, and very, very busy because that's probably the last time that they're going to have a booth at CES. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're they're pulling out uh, after uh, this year, so ah. no more Microsoft at CES. <laughs> There's a, there was a few companies that this was their last year, wasn't it? That I saw. I can't remember who they were, but. Seems like it, it's too expensive for companies to do this, you know, these yeah. kind of things. I think they're also finding that, well, a company like Microsoft, too, they can just hold events in their own court and people will come to them. Yeah, uh, sure. Smaller companies are finding that there are these sort of uh, pre-parties that happen or these um, pre-CES events that happen near the convention center on uh, days prior to the show open and what they do is they pay you know several thousand dollars for a table there and get the press exposure um and get the word out earlier instead of buying a whole booth on the show floor uh which 
for a week or four or five days is even, you know, like 10 times more expensive. So I don't know. It's different. It's different. It's sort of like the tide from the recession is kind of ebbing and flowing, you know. So so some companies are finding it more cost effective to do one thing versus the other. At the same time, that Microsoft booth that um, is no longer going to be, um, I think, I don't know who bought it, but somebody bought that booth uh, in 45 minutes. Um, after after it being announced that they were not going to be at the show next year. It might have been Dish. I'm not quite sure. I don't know for sure. Uh, But whatever company decided, well, we'll, we're going to be there, and we're going to want that. It's it's a really good location, too, So right next to Intel. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of like I hear stories of, like, you know, people at CES are like, no, 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 we're doing fine, even though Microsoft pulled out. But then it's like, wow, these big guns, there's no Apple, now there's no Microsoft. I mean, mm-hmm. what does that mean for the show? Does it, <laughs> is it really still that relevant? Um, yeah, are you can really going to come of, to see little people, little Well, salt. there's still big people out there, like the Intels and uh, of the world, but... Uh, yeah, maybe or maybe the companies are just changing tides. Maybe we're not realizing that there will be bigger companies that will emerge, and those are the people that are there, or those are the companies that are there at CES. I don't know, kind of crazy, but and just and an ins- insider perspective there. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. I used to go to CES a long time ago. I don't even think it was called oh, yeah? CES, but um, you know, for the handheld market for um, when I used to work in telecom. Um, but it was fun to see those smaller companies that can be more inventive. They don't have the mm-hmm. long production cycles mm-hmm. um, and all the process that the larger companies have, you know, mm-hmm. so they can come out with those cool little cheap gadgets. And most of the time they get swept up into the bigger companies anyway. But, mm-hmm. you know, those are always <laughs> yeah, fun to go see. <laughs> no, you're right. And th- those you have to dig for. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. those are actually the more rewarding uh, discoveries, too. From CES, like when you find that cool, crazy headphone uh, that's awesome for gaming, or a controller, or something you know that you just never expected, or some kind of USB thingy that, like, wow, that makes my you know that actually helps me out in X way. You know, mm. when you find those things, uh, it's not really a needle in the haystack, but you know, you still have to dig. Well, know? because the big but names usually have the more press. So right. when you find those yes. kind of things, you're like, woohoo, this is awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, let's see here. And the last one we have is Shakespeare's HD for the iPad. And mm-hmm. I don't have this yet. What is this? <laughs> so it's free for the iPhone and the iPad. And it is a jousting game. Like you're an actual knight on a little horse. So it's obviously cartoony. Um, but uh, you learn to control both your spear and your shield as your horse is galloping. Luckily, you don't have to control the horse <laughs> as your horse is galloping towards your opponent. And, you know, obviously the object is to to strike your opponent where he's not protected and to protect yourself from his spear. And mm. uh, as you progress, you get better armor. You upgrade your horse's armor. Uh, you know, you can get magic like to completely break down their armor except for their shield, that sort of thing. You can you can spec your person into different ways. Like, do you want to be a straight-out warrior? Would you rather have magic on your side? That sort of thing. So it's a cute little game, and, uh, you know, it's free. <laughs> so what makes it free? What do you have to buy to the in-game purchase? What is their <laughs> can, in-game purchase? You can, 
purchase money to help you upgrade yourself, but oh, okay. I, don't, I don't see the reason for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't like to try. I try not to. Now, I yes, will admit, I do though, not. I have, I have bought stuff in the heyday of We Rule to you know, <laughs> get myself higher. I've never bought anything on anything else, like Tiny Tower okay. or anything else. But, you know... I was like, I needed an extra mojo so I could hurry up. Get this <laughs> mojo, scenario. I remember that. <laughs> you remember mojo? Oh I God. do remember mojo. <laughs> but I tried desperately just not to play the game and do any in-app purchases as much as possible. Cause, yes. Uh, it's hard not to, though. It really mm-hmm. does suck you in. And you're like, oh, I, I just need a little mojo. Just a little bit. Just a and little. I'll get over this hump. <laughs> so um, there's a, a mobile game that I'm playing called, and it, I think it's out for iOS now, it, and it sounds so horrible, but it's called Life is Crime. And basically it's oh, like a yes, social, yeah, it's a social um, uh, what's the game that I'm thinking of? It's it's like Foursquare meets Mafia Wars, right? Ah. And so it's based on location. Uh, and basically you want to, you know, steal stolen goods from, um, you, you have these um, tasks like stealing stolen goods or missions, sorry, stealing stolen goods from a, a coffee house, loitering, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, carrying contraband and dropping it off, like crazy stuff like that. And then, you know, you, you outfit yourself with um, weapons and, and really cool, like, fast shoes or, you know, I don't know, jewelry that hurts or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so you, you know, you just go to these places and you... Um, uh, you you do whatever task it is. If you if you show like I've got this Camelot mortgage. Uh, it, it's it, it's a real place in in this game. I'm supposed to rob it, so you just rob as many times as you have as much energy with, and then you also have to kill people. And um, it sounds so insane. Um, and I all <laughs> I already forgot what I was where I was going. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, but they you know on this game. Uh, you know, they encourage you to buy more credits uh, to, so that you could, oh, look, I'm dead right now. I'm currently dead. <laughs> and I have some uh, in my safe house. I have some, um, what do they call it here? I'm uh, sorry. I'm just talking out of my, um, oh, I have some health packs to, to resurrect mm. me, but I only have three. Uh, I could buy some more, or I could just wait till I become alive again. I don't know how long that's going to be, and whether or not I'm going to have the game open anymore. But yeah, I, I have successfully not bought any credits, thank yes. God. But these games are like so tempting. Like, oh, you get mm. ten credits for ninety nine cents, really? Yeah. Or I could buy a bunch of power ups for like ninety nine cents. <laughs> but that ninety nine cents leads to ten dollars, leads to. Thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and then the game has ended up costing you a hundred dollars for this free game. <laughs> I know. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been tempted many times, but I just say, well, it's okay. Whenever I um, resurrect from the dead, is fine. So <laughs> just wait till yes. then. I think just the strategy wait. is just to have multiple of those games. So then. Yes. Okay, okay, I did everything. Over here on my Oregon Trail, I did everything. Then I go over <laughs> to my Wii Rule and did everything. And then my Tiny Towers, I did everything. And the good thing about Tiny Towers is, though, it just keeps going. Because some of the games kind of stop. Like Wii yeah, Rule, that's true. you kind of, you you hit that, that point that you can't do anything anymore because your crops are growing or you've visited everyone. And you've just almost done everything until something else happens. 
tiny tower, though, you can just keep going and going and going and going. And, you know, you're just delivering people to the floors and you can swap them around, make sure they've got the best jobs. And, you know, there's, I don't think that game stops, which I think is a real plus for it. I I like that about it. Yeah. I fire a lot of people all the time, too. <laughs> I, I evict them. You well, know, if they've got really low levels for everything, you know, like in recreation and yeah. uh, and whatever else, if they've got like ones and twos or threes, it's like, well, see ya. <laughs> I and want if, somebody. And if you swap somebody them with around and they're never happy, no, you've got those people who are happy. never happy and you're like, screw you. I want, out. I want a happy tower. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, we're going to let Eileen go now because um, (laughs) I don't think she wants to hear us rambling about Star Wars. But thank you so much for coming on. It was it was such a pleasure to have you. And I'm sure our audience just loved to hear all the app, app stuff from you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, uh, yeah, it's been fun. You guys are great. Oh, and, um, you. you know, I play games, just not as, probably not as long as you guys. So uh, if you ever guys, if you ever want me to come back and talk about mobile stuff, I'm here. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Thank you so much. So where can people find you at? Well, um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Eileen TV, E-I-L-E-E-N-T-V. Um, you could just look up App Slappy Show. Uh, we're all about Android, and uh, that's kind of where I live in the mobile space. So <laughs> yeah. thank you. Well, thank you so much. And um, so are you heading to Dragon Con this year? I don't know. We'll see. I don't even know if I'm going to go to Comic-Con this year. Oh, it's wow. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, amazing because you, know, you also do money. another show, don't you? Do it. What's that? You do oh, another show. I do another show, and I'm actually going to record with those ladies in a half an hour. Oh, uh, yeah, it's called Bike Club Show, where we talk about vampires, zombies, and all that stuff, and um, you know things that bite. Yes. And yeah, that's Excellent. why we go to Comic Con. Uh, is to uh, there's a lot of shows that we that we watch, like True Blood and uh, The Vampire Diaries and The Walking Dead, and um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Being Human, but that's yes. our like, oh, yes. that's our new show too yes. that we're that we we. We talk about each episode on all of those shows uh, and have a good time doing that. Um, so, yeah, that's why we Very would go to cool. Comic-Con. It's going to the panels and things like that. And we did that for the last several years now, like three years. But it's getting crazy. It's getting a little busy now. So <laughs> yeah. um, it's hard to get in those panels without lining up first thing in the morning at like 7 Oosh. o'clock in the morning. And, I know, you know, right? some of those, those, those panels come out on YouTube in one hour after it's done. Yeah. Like people will just upload. So... <sighs> Oh my gosh! Well, well, I love to kick himself. I know. Well, I love being in the room because it feels like you're at a rock star show because you, you're you're there immediately. You're with people who love that show as well. So yeah. you you know all the jokes, inside jokes, everybody gets. You know, mm-hmm. and you get to see like uh, special footage first. Um, at the same time. Uh, I mean, like, you know, like it is when you go to a, a show and you feel that concert vibe and it's like, oh, there's nothing like live music. At the same time, you do enjoy listening to a live concert at home now, you know, mm-hmm. um, or uh, or watching these panels maybe an hour or two delayed. No problem. The comforts of your home. So I don't know. I've been kind of thinking twice about going to anything and now. Don't cause... you find it a little distracting to see like 50 people holding their cell phones up? To vi- to videotape whatever it is you're watching, be it a concert uh, or a panel, I'm always like, Argh! 
<laughs> yeah, if the person, yeah, if it's a big person in front of me, and um, yeah, they got it in my face. I- I'm usually pretty <laughs> lucky about that. I also have a camera sometimes, so it's like <laughs> I might be one of those uh, those main offenders sometimes. But um, uh, yeah, it's just it, you know, and then you're just hot and sweaty, and uh, they they don't even let you out of the room, only to go to the mm-hmm. bathroom. Otherwise, you have to go back out to the end of the line, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe my other compadres will still go, but um, I might be uh, just kind of watching from afar. I would like to go to Dragon Con though. Again, I didn't. I didn't go this past year. I yeah. went the year before. It'd be nice mm. to go back. Yeah, yeah so, I'm. I'm really going to try to go to Dragon Con again this year. It's just hard. Hey, it's hard to <laughs> get over there. <laughs> it's so far away now. Oh my it gosh, that's hard. like a. I think that's probably a thirty-hour plane ride for me. Oh my god! To get over there, <laughs> it's across. That's probably literally across the world. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that's a long been, ride for a weekend. It is. I've it been is. Reading a new series of, uh, well, new to me, a series of books, the Parasol Protectorate, uh, oh. and it just puts me all in the mood to to do Dragon Con because it's mm-hmm. it's like a combination of Pride and Prejudice with steampunk, and then yes. you throw in. Uh, werewolves and uh, vampires too. Nice. So wow. the more I read it, I'm like, yeah, let's bring on Dragon Con. <laughs> That's great. What's it called again? The Parasol? The Parasol Protectorate. That's like the series name. Oh, okay. uh, but all the books are like, the the first one is Changeless and mm-hmm. the next one is Blameless. Uh, and then it just goes on and on like that. Like a, uh, It's very cool. Oh, no, no. The first one is Soulless. The first one is Soulless, Blameless, Changeless. And then it just goes on. I think the, and the, the next book is about to be released in March. So, oh my God. So there's four books already? There's five books. Five, five books. Okay. I might yeah. have to check that out. It yeah. is so much fun because I'm listening to them on, Audib- on audible.com. Oh, so the audible books. And yes. the, the, the woman who does the reading is it's just fantastic. But it's, they're, they're a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I've been and looking like for the, new audible books. I like the so. steampunk thing, you know, because it's like an alternate England you know, where vampires and <laughs> cool. werewolves are actually integrated into society. <laughs> yep. Yep. Awesome. And, uh, that yeah, totally like, falls into our category. Thank you for that, Rex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just, it's so much fun to listen to. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you, Eileen. And um, enjoy your recording on your, on Bike Club. Thank yes. you, guys. Well, um, I really appreciate having me on. It was fun. <laughs> it was great. Thank you so much. And sorry, Nicole was supposed to join us today, but um, Mommy Duty kind of got yeah, the best of her. Supersedes. So. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> um, but we will we will definitely talk with you later, Eileen. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good rest Bye. of the show. Well, thank you to Eileen for coming on the show. And um, now we're going to talk about Star Wars, which, Woo! yes. <laughs> so I finally got it downloaded. What It, it was weird. It wouldn't <laughs> let me buy the, there's, there's three levels. There's the basic, there's the next level, which I can't remember what it's called. And then there's the collector's mm. edition. Oh, yeah, the digital uh, edition where they let you upgrade. Yeah, from yeah. From an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> So I was like, well, I'll do that, you know, but it wouldn't let me. So I had oh, to get the basic one. Yeah. And I'm like, well, be screw glad. you guys. Be then. glad it wasn't worth it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good then. Good. Um, so I got the, it downloaded in I, overnight. I had to just leave it up overnight. Right. And it was actually still going the next day. So I went oh, to work. Nice. When I came back from work, it was done. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was 
it was crazy how much, uh, how, how big it was. Yes. <laughs> it, was it is so massive, big. massive. But that's okay. Um, so my first impressions were, if I were brand new to an MMO, uh-huh. this game would have been lacking tutorials for me. I probably oh, sure. would not have known what to do. Um, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't very easy to navigate. For me, you know, being an MMO player, I fell in pretty quickly and was able to follow the mini-map and everything. But if I were a new player, it would have been very difficult to even find my first quest area I needed to go to. I I think it really would have. So I was a little disappointed in that. But, you know, I think um, for everyone else, it was easy to just... Right. Just get right in. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the symbol that they use to to put over quest givers' heads because most of the time it is a pale yellow. And <laughs> newsflash: a lot of the land that I'm fighting around is brown to pale yellow. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty difficult to actually see the real quest giver uh, unless I'm actually looking at my mini map, and I have to do that a lot. Yeah. I have to look at. I have to pull up my map. To see, oh, look, there's a quest giver over here. And then I run over to them. Because I wouldn't normally actually pick that out. You know, the other uh, MMOs that we've played have made it really obvious. <laughs> Big yellow exclamation point or, you know, uh, with the circle icon. Hey, there's a quest here. Well, so, and also... That could use some tweaking. You know, where <laughs> they, on the mini-map, where they put where your quest is that you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, even on the big map. On those unexplored areas, it's hard to get some of those places <laughs> yes. sometimes. It it takes, that's probably where I spend most of my time is oh. figuring out how to get to that area yes. where my quest actually is. <laughs> and all of a sudden you run into this elite mob section and you're like, holy crap, you just die immediately because, you know, it's yes. like a um, heroic area. Yes. And so yeah, I, you run right through that when you're first starting out. You run through a heroic yes. area. Yes. And when you get onto the first planet, boom, you run right through a heroic area and you're like, oh, I cannot say heroic, heroic, heroic. (laughs) That word is so hard for me. Oh, my gosh. The one thing that I really like, the voice acting in this is amazing. I'm... Mm -hmm. And so the cutscenes, you know, you, it's pretty much yes. a cutscene every time you go into um, uh, when you're talking to an NPC, and it's yes. got the it's kind of got the Mass Effect feel to it, the way that they mm-hmm. do the um, discussions. Mm-hmm. That's totally Mass Effect in Dragon Age oh. too. I mean, it's Bioware. Yeah. It's a Bioware. It's Bioware. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but it, I thought, oh god, this is going to get old really fast, but it hasn't. Right? Exactly. I am exactly. shocked because I think the voice acting is so good and it really immerses you into it. As yes. in, wow, wow is very quick and you can skip over it and blah, blah, blah. And you just don't even bother. Exactly. I don't because think. Because it just, it just pops up in wow. It just pops up on your, on your thing. Oh, kill 10 of these and bring them back. Uh, you know, hides or whatever. But when you're actually listening to them describe it, what's going on, I'm I'm actually interested now. I'm yes. interested. You know, I have soldiers that are trapped behind the lines and I need you to go rescue them or see what happened to them. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I'm think, in on that. <laughs> I think it really immerses you more in the story. The, yes. the writing isn't 
I mean, I wouldn't say that writing is top notch and the story no. <laughs> lines are top notch, but because of that um, acting, the voice acting that they have, mm-hmm. it it just pulls you in. Or it has Absolutely. me, and I really feel like I'm role playing. You know, mm-hmm. versus wow. I never really felt like I was role playing. Here, I really do. I really feel like I'm part of it, and yes. it's it's okay. really incredible. Now, tell me about your character. What did you roll? I rolled a bounty, and why a bounty hunter? <laughs> um, yes, I because I wanted to be a smuggler, but it was on the other mm-hmm. side. So I was like, yes. well, I think a bounty hunter's not really a imperial. It is is kind of out on the edge. You know, and I liked Mm -hmm. that as well, that, you know, you're really not part of anything and you're just kind of badass and you're, you know, that that was my thinking when I got her (laughs) and she is. (laughs) Yes. Except for I've gone um, mostly on the light side. Well, I've gone all light now, so I'm doing all light, but I don't really see the benefit of the light and dark side right now. And I know eventually you get rewards for it. Yes. But I haven't seen it so far. And I'm level 15, so I haven't got to play for a while, and I'll explain why <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> but it, it, I haven't really seen the rewards from it yet. Do you, when do those rewards kind of kick in? They won't really kick in until late 20s, early 30s. Once you've gotten past, uh, say, light 2 or light 3, Okay. And then and then you'll then you'll actually be able to get something that that's worth it. Um, but yeah, for now, I mean, you can you can make the choices that you would like. I mean, I I picked early on a couple dark choices, but I they didn't feel dark to me. Let's put it that way. Well, some of some <laughs> I felt of them, justified picking them. <laughs> there were a couple that I was like, I just couldn't do. I just can't do that dark one. So I went yes. light, and so. Uh, yeah, you're right, but I want to go dark, so I am going to create another <laughs> character that I'm going to go all dark with, you know. And see, every time I say that, I, I invariably I can't I, because it it feels unnatural to me to pick these choices to fe- to do something so malicious and unfeeling that just doesn't feel like something I would do. I mean, I guess as a role playing, I'm just always role playing myself. Yeah. Well, see, and that's what, when I played, um, Mass Effect 2, most of the time I went on the light side or that one's called, um, Renegade and protagonist or Paragon. And, um, then I went, I decided, well, I'm going to go all Renegade. And it was actually really fun to know Mm -hmm. that you're and you, you put yourself in that mindset of you're just, you're just dark. You're just mean, you know, right. and you do not give a crap. And that's the way I'm going to play it. So, but with her, also my, um, my companion likes it yes. when I'm on the light side. So I mm-hmm. think that kind of pushed me towards that way as well, that I need to be more honorable. And right. as a, but it doesn't feel right being a, a light bounty hunter. You know, so that one I'm kind of struggling with. For me, I play it as, as a, just going for the money. Like, I don't care what the job is as long as you're paying me. That's, that's the bounty hunter that I play. Yeah. Uh, and and there, there are times, though, when I've been put in a position to, to make a choice that I felt was honorable. And one of the companions that I was with, he did this to me twice. He reacted so negatively that I decided to bail on him, and I'm never taking him out again. He, he responded twice now with minus 297 points. You're kidding. So, 
to my honorable choices. Yes, he just threw a conniption fit, and I was like, screw you, buddy. I'm not taking you anymore. And I pushed to get the next guy who I can actually romance, and that's the one I'm sticking with. Wow. But uh, yeah, when I saw his reaction, my jaw dropped. I was like, are you kidding me? He He was that interested in protecting himself that he did not want to put himself out to help somebody else for, 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 for what he thought was a worthless cause. And uh, that's how negatively he reacted. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are not going to get along. So really all you have to go do is buy, buy him a gift and he'll be on your good side again? Well, I mean, at that level, okay, so for 200 credits, I can buy a gift that will push him up 50 points. Considering he bailed on me for 600 points... He's not worth it to me <laughs> to get to get those points back. That is amazing. That I mean, seriously, I have not seen more than a negative one yet. Yeah, that, that's all I've seen is a negative one. <laughs> if you go all light, you will find it. <laughs> you oh, because like yeah, I was. there'll be those other companions. Because I've only got the one companion now. Because I'm only level fifteen, so right. I've only got the one. And yeah, she likes me the way I am. So exactly, that's good. Yeah, Mako, she's sweet. You know, she she's is. your first healer. Yeah. You know, she's I, cool. And I did not change her look because I was like, okay. She, yeah, I liked her too. She looks like a Mako right now. So I'm going to mm-hmm. keep her the way she is. And I thought, well, everyone else is going to be changing her. So mine will be kind of <laughs> unique if I don't change her. Just keep her the original. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the original. She hasn't changed at all. But speaking, you said one of them um, can be romanced. So there's only. <laughs> um, a one companion in, or yeah, one companion in each class that can be romanced. And uh, technically, not true. Oh, really? Uh, That's it, what I'd read. It, well, it just depends. Okay, so right now, the way it stands, you cannot do same-sex romance, which surprises um, me because Bioware right. in all these other games. Yes. They're gonna they're going to address that in a later patch. Okay. But for right now, that's the way it stands. Uh, uh, which isn't a problem for me because I'm trying to get to the dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I'm a girl. So, uh, but there, you know, you can find them online, a list of who's romanceable and who's not. Obviously, the robots are not. So if you have a robot companion, he's off the table. And uh, pretty much any of the cool, and oh my God, did you know we get a Jawa companion? Really? The little, yes, the little dudes. We get them, bounty hunters get them oh. as companions later on. Oh, oh I, can't I can't wait. wait. <laughs> oh, how cute. <laughs> Not romanceable. You can't romance <laughs> Which they're kind of cuddly creatures, so you know. You I know. I just want to hold him in my pocket all the time. Yeah, like, take you him out think and squeeze you could <laughs> take him out and squeeze him? Because <laughs> their voices are so adorable. <laughs> so, for bounty hunters like us, our two choices are Mako uh, or the later companion uh, Torian, who's a uh, you know uh, another bounty hunter essentially. Uh, so those are our two choices of who to romance. So obviously I'm working on him. Yeah. And he's, he's pretty much the same thing. He's, he's into the honor thing. Less so much the money. Mako likes money. Yeah. Mako <laughs> likes money. Uh, he, he likes the, I'm in it for the honorable fight kind of thing. So. Yeah. I, it I took me a while him. that I was like, why, you know, why does Mako <laughs> like me doing certain things? Then I read her, um, what are they called? The. The codex. The codex on her. And I was like, ah, okay, well, this makes sense. So read mm-hmm. those codexes. They really do yes. give you a lot of good information. Absolutely. A lot. So to go evil, what character will you roll 
what which one will you which uh, class will you roll to be pure evil? Ah, uh, I don't know. I haven't made that decision yet. But it would have <laughs> to be. Um, what are the ones that use the lightsabers? Well, there's a couple. Uh, you can do a Sith warrior, or you can go with uh, an Inquisitor. See, I think I'm going to go Inquisitor. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. I was thinking that's, Sith warrior, but I think Inquisitor is, because I almost did that in the first place. But then I was like, mm-hmm. ah, Bounty Hunter sounds just more <laughs> rugged. It is and... so, and tell me you don't love Death from Above. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, I love, I love, and Tell me. I love Death oh. from Above. That one is just, and I love just going into um, the lower areas. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, I've, I've gone kind of past the level and I hadn't done the quest. So I go back there. I just mm-hmm. mow people down. Yes. Put it on three people. <laughs> boom. They're just dead. I'm like, yes, this rocks. And I, I, I love saving um, Rocket Punch. As the finishing move. Yes. Because it feels very <laughs> superhero-y to, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, clock somebody's lights out like that. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Those are so much fun. And I like the um, static shock or um, electric shock one. Oh, yeah. And yes. they're just mm-hmm. sitting there and they're, they're vibrating. <laughs> I'm like, that's so cool. Kind of like the um, dart, too. The, um, yes. I love the those. Explosive- the one that makes them panic. Yes. <laughs> when you shoot them, they're and, they're, like, and they're like trying to get it off of them. So I shoot them with that. And then I shoot them with the electric shock. Oh, mm-hmm. That's just awesome. I, lo- <laughs> I like figuring out this combination of things I can do. That has yes. been a lot of fun. Because in WoW, you, we finally got to the point that we're just like, okay, doing the same thing. Yeah, one, two, three, two, two, boom, one, boom, one, boom, one. Yeah, boom, it's boom, just boom. over and over. This is fun because I haven't gone and checked anything out. I'm just <laughs> doing it on my own, which is really cool. I've really enjoyed that. Yep. Um, so you're uh, so, 36 and, uh, now on your bounty hunter. I'm sorry, say that again? You're 36 on your bounty hunter. Correct. Wow. So uh, you have to look forward to getting your speeder at 25. So you'll mount, you'll get your first mount yeah. at 25. Uh, you'll want to be saving money, though, because the skill cost is 40000 Wow. The speeder itself is only, you can get a cheap one for 4 or a nice, slightly better one for $8. Um, no, no, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, so you need, let's say, budget 48000 to to get a mount at twenty. So how easy is it to get money after, like, let's say you get your ship? Because I mean I've it, got I've got probably about six thousand credits right now, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty good for level fifteen. What professions did you pick? Um, the armor one yes. and scavenging. Good choice. Scavenging. Yes. And um, uh, treasure hunting. Oh okay. Uh, the one that that is hands down still making me money because that's all it does is slicing, and uh, Mako has a slight. I think she, yeah, she has a slight uh, plus to that, to slicing. So I like to send her out on that. Oh, so uh, maybe, maybe um, get rid of treasure hunting? Yeah, uh, I, I get would slicing. get rid of treasure hunting. Because okay. essentially that just means you're going to be working the auction house all the time. Uh, you know, to, okay. to, get, to sell these things that you're finding. Because most of the stuff isn't going to be things that you can use. So obviously the scavenging is important because that gives you the materials to make armor, right, which right. is what you want. And, and that's a great one. That's what I have, too. But slicing is pure money. That's all it brings back to you is money. Um, 
and you can be walking around and find things on the ground and you slice them and get a, a, a little suitcase full of money. <laughs> so wow. I'm walking around picking up 900, 1,000, 600, 800 credits at a pop at, at my level. Uh, and if I do missions, she's coming back with 1,600, 1,400, you know, 1,200 credits wow. to, to send her out on missions. That's so crazy. that's really <laughs> everyone says that slicing took took a big nerf because apparently it used to be even a bigger money maker, but it is still a decent money maker. I mean, if you if that's what you're looking for, that's the one to get. Yeah, because treasure hunting hasn't done anything for me yet. No. I, I haven't Mm-mm. seen any any uh, benefit out of it yet on the scavenging, and I haven't really made anything yet with my armor making mm-hmm. thing. I don't think um, I. I went and looked and I could make one thing. I'm like, I'll just wait. You know, I, I don't have to have, I, I try on. to keep up with it so that I'm making stuff at my own level. And right now I'm a little ahead of myself. I'm like two levels ahead of what I can actually wear. So I'm cool with that. But here's the, here's the interesting thing is, uh, the stuff that you can make, just sell it. Or if you're really interested in leveling your profession, it's called reverse engineering. Let's say you make a chess piece and it really isn't good for either you or Mako, uh, you have the option of selling it, and they can sell for about 50 to 200 and even 400 uh, at your level, which is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially if you have a lot of mats and, and you have no use for them. All I did was have them just keep making the grays and sell them until I was, I was out of those mats because I knew I wasn't going to use them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I figured rather than try to sell the mats on the auction house, because I'm not a big auction house worker. Me I don't either. like to do that. Me either. <laughs> Uh, I just want the money. So that's what I have them do is uh, let's say I've, I've progressed and I, now I can, I have like a whole bunch of mats to make grays, but I don't want them anymore. Well, I just have my companions make all the grays and just sell them. And all of a sudden I've got three, 4,000 credits from the mats that I wasn't going to use anymore. Okay. Well then I, I think it will be, if I can um, get the slicing, I think I'll be able to make money. Yes. No problem. Because I mean, like I said, I've got, you know, like 6,000 credits right now mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I didn't really do anything to make those other than um, just selling my grays and the, the questing. So I've right. got a bunch of mats right now. A bunch yes. Of mats. <laughs> so start making those just even if it, you know, even if you don't need them. And when you reverse engineer, you have the chance to learn a new skill, oh, a new nice. recipe. Nice. So if you don't mind, you know, wasting that 50 credits that you could have sold it for, you have the chance of getting another recipe. Oh yeah. But, yeah. um, the problem is that here's why you need money is the higher you get, the more your training costs. And oh, yeah. I mean a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at my level, my, my training, each skill is like 15,000. Like, oh each, my new spell, God. each new thing that I'm learning is really expensive. Yeah. Wow. And the level cap is 50 right now? 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm focusing on keeping my money because I don't want to be broke when it comes time to hit 40 and get my next level speeder. And then also have to train and, yeah. and find, oh, my God, I'm broke. <laughs> I can sell me. Oh, my God. That would be awful. Exactly. <laughs> <That'd> be awful. <laughs> Just horrible. Plus, and you'll find this later when you go into um, uh, flashpoints or heroics, uh-huh. particularly flashpoints, um, those skills will actually help you do shortcuts. Um, we were running one with uh, Ralph and Ava, and we found that um, – 
Ralph's uh, archaeology and our slicing were able to uh, fix robots to fight with us, find shortcuts, wow. fix elevators so that we could skip a whole bunch of stuff. It was so cool. I love the fact that you can use these talents in an actual flashpoint, in an instance. Wow. To help skip past stuff. <laughs> That's really, that is really cool that they do things I like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So I had, um, I, and I'm only level 15. One, because of my traveling. I was mm. gone. Um, yes this entire week. And then, um, so I didn't have a lot of time to play, but also because my account has been locked three times now. (laughs) So the first time, so when I initially went into it, I was using my VPN, um, back to the States. So it looked like I was in the United States and I played just fine. You know, I haven't really had any problems playing. I had to, I did have to turn my graphics down because mm-hmm. I was having some graphics problems seeing right. it. So I turned it down. And it, I'd probably just need to upgrade my driver on, mm. on this machine. But um, then the next time I logged in, I, was, I didn't have my VPN on. So I, it, I was in Australia. It you know, showed I was in Australia. It let mm-hmm. me log in. It let me play <laughs> and everything. And like the next day, I got a notification that my account has been disabled and I couldn't go on to the game, nor could I even log on to my account online. And so it locked me out of everything, forums and everything. Wow. And so I called up um, Origin um, Mm -hmm. or called up um, Star Wars. Yeah. And, um, you know. Dr. So-and-so and and Dr. So-and-so came on and told me that they're the creators (laughs) and they hope I'm enjoying Star Wars. And I'm like, well, no, I'm actually not enjoying it right now. But um, so finally going through this menu tree, which was very convoluted and very confusing, and it didn't actually ever say my problem. So I picked, I think I've been hacked. And it told you to go change your password. And if that didn't fix it, then um, press three and you'll get an operator. So I did that. Mm. Um, the queue there was very short. Boom, got answered okay. pretty quickly. Um, and the guy there was very helpful, very nice. The people have been just very nice. The tech um, guys, mm-hmm. the help desk guys. Uh, but he couldn't help me. He's like, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So he puts me over and this I was on the phone with him for about 15 minutes then they put me over to the third level support and then I got into a queue and a queue and a queue (laughs) it was like 20 minutes later and I had to get on another call um for work so I was like I had to hang up and um so then I called back later and I talked to someone they're like oh we see what it is they put me right through to third level I was in the queue for only probably like 15 minutes on that oh, one, nice. which is still uh, pretty long, you know? Yeah. But then I got there and the guy was like, okay, no problem. And he said, well, I'll put a note on your account that, you know, what your situation is. Cause I told him, you know, about the VPN that I'm in Australia mm-hmm. and I travel and blah, blah, blah. So we'll see if that happens again. <laughs> then the second and third time, which there shouldn't have been a third time. It was totally, oh, no, shouldn't. totally my fault. <laughs> But the second time, I forgot the um, one of my questions. So oh. big, big, big tip of the day. 
<laughs> remember the answers to the questions that you put down because they are very, very important. Yes. <laughs> very, very if important. If there's one part or two parts to your answer. <laughs> yes. And remember exactly what you put down. So the question that uh-huh. I couldn't remember was who was my first boyfriend, girlfriend? And so I told this to the tech support guy and he's like, wow, that's pretty sad. And I'm like, what? He's like, you can't even remember your first boyfriend. And I'm like, well, I remember him, of course. And I thought I was putting in the right words. So I was putting in his first name and I was Mm -hmm. putting in his last name. And I didn't realize that on the answer, I put his first and last name on the answer. So it's like, damn it. See, I, and then when the, when he told me the answer, I'm like, see, I remembered my first boyfriend. I knew I remembered him. <laughs> it was my first love. What the hell are you talking about? I know That's him. Right. <laughs> so I felt really stupid. And so then I went in and I checked all my questions. Well, then the third time um, was the same thing. I just didn't have my question. I mistyped it or I think I caps lock on something stupid and they locked it out again. So I'm like, okay, this is a little ridiculous, (laughs) the security on it. I am... Uh, I know security is important. You know, it's got your account information and, and payment information and everything. So it's very important. It's also very annoying. <laughs> so <laughs> please, right. please, please remember your the answers to your questions. Oh, so and are you using the the, uh, the app, the security key app? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Okay, good. On my on my iPad. So I yeah. mean that helps, and that's why I think I feel safer. And then it's yes. kind of ridiculous these other things that they put around it. Mm-hmm. But oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, Another thing that I realized when I was playing is the mods that you get, they can actually yes. be removed before you put one over on top yes, of it. Yes, you don't have to destroy them. Yes. I, <laughs> I destroyed a few of them before I realized that. And I was like, We're so oh. used to that. <laughs> and that's the thing. You, you know, I'm so now I'm trying to step back from my past MMO experiences mm-hmm. and look at something different, which this really isn't all that different. I mean, this is a no. pretty standard. Um, time-tested MMO uh, um, playing style that they have here. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing um, that is really different. This really feels like an old, comfortable game to me. Um, right. Between an MMO like WoW, so it's got the MMO ports like WoW, but then it sure. feels like a Bioware game. I mean, exactly. it feels like Mass Effect. It feels like Dragon Age, you know? So it's really a comfortable game. It's not new and exciting to me, but it is comfortable. And I like, mm-hmm. I like that. And I'm having a ton of fun with it, whether oh God, or not it. it's a, oh, and you haven't I, done a flashpoint yet though. Have you? I have, I have done a flashpoint. Uh, um, the nice. very, the very first one on the Imperial ships. Okay. Um, I've done that one and black talent, the black talent. Yeah. I've done the black right. talent and it was a lot of fun. Um, but again, it was just familiar. There wasn't mm-hmm. anything super special about it. You know, it was. I just love. Familiar. I love seeing other people's choices and how their characters that, that speak is, those choices. Yes, that is. I look very forward cool. to those so much. <laughs> so what what happens is when you go up and you talk to an NPC during a flashpoint, you know, you've got this these what um, possibly. 
four other players, two other players, um, depending. And, well, there's there's a total of four, so it's you and three other people. Yeah. So, um, and it's you make your choice, and every it's like a rolling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you roll to see who actually wins, and. Right. If you win, you get to speak. Or if they win, they get to speak with their choice. So, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's choices that you wouldn't have made, but that's what goes on there. So it is pretty interesting. And then especially when it comes to the dark and light side decisions. Yes. (laughs) And, like, my first flashpoint at the Black Talon, I was with um, two people who were dark. And so they picked dark every time, and I never won. But the good thing is the dark didn't go against me. It just went against them, so which was cool. You know, I was like, "Yay!" You know, at least the points didn't go against <laughs> me. However, it, it, you know, I wanted those light points. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still get your points, but the other thing is, you get titles from things that people choose too. Like I've been in flashpoints where people have chosen, like, in, okay, so in that first one, Black Talon, um, you have the option of confronting that first. Uh, captain and killing him. Yes. And if you do that, you get a title for that. I chose not to kill him, but it didn't matter because I lost the role, but I still got the title for it. Really? I <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look at my titles then because the, the other chick killed him. I didn't kill him. Yes. And so I'm going to have to see if I got, maybe I just blew that off and didn't realize, because I don't have a title on my name right now because I didn't like the mm-hmm. titles that I got so far. So it's like, oh, eventually I'll put one on, but huh. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, when you get your ship, you get a fly girl. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) Takes me back to the living color days. Exactly. (laughs) Being a fly girl. Being a (laughs) J-Lo. Oh, I'm sad I know that. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But it has been really nice to see all the positive about Star Wars out mm-hmm. there. Um, and, and mostly I've seen positive. There, there yes. hasn't been any, you know, it hasn't been raving, but it also hasn't been negative, which it's always nice not to see um, the negative talk out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so next I am going to, I think I'm going to keep with this one tune because I don't, I have pretty yes. limited time on it. So I'm going to mm. keep with this new tune until at least I get to 25. Yes. Then I may make another tune to go dark. Mm-hmm. And I would like to make another tune on um, the rebel side as well. Yes. Um, I really want to be a smuggler. <laughs> I have a smuggler on the on that side as well. Yes. <laughs> I a lot of fun I too. I really want. So maybe I'll go be a smuggler um, instead of doing another tune on the imperial side. But, you know, I don't feel like... I'm part of the Imperial. I still feel like they're no. they're wrong and dirty, and I'm just in it for the money, you That's know. Right. So <laughs> I'm it, so because I was a little worried about that. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to be Imperial, yes. you know. But as a bounty hunter, you're really not. And she even says that. Yeah, I'm not part of the Imperial, so exactly. screw you guys, you know. <laughs> I've had her say that you know someone's giving her a job, and they're like, and and we're gonna turn them on our side, and she says, uh, you mean your side? Yeah, exactly. Not my side. <laughs> your side. Because I don't give a crap about about your side. Exactly. I'm just in it for the money, which is cool. I and I'm really enjoying the class quests. Those mm-hmm. are those are really intriguing, and you know I, the choices. I have, I've rolled uh, an Imperial agent which is like their spy, 
right? And I thought that would feel even worse because, uh, uh, you know, I knew I was going to go light side. I wasn't going to go dark. But I'm, I'm spinning it in, the, in, in my head that she's working from the inside to change the way the Imperials work. You know, she's showing them that you don't have to be completely jerks <laughs> all the time to get what you want. You know, it's okay to negotiate first or it's okay to have to, to go in and, and allow these people the chance to leave rather than just slaughtering them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to work that way, that angle because I've had, I know other people that are playing agents as complete evil. And when I see their choices, I, I know I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. That's just <laughs> so bad. Plus there's that side effect that the more evil choices you use, uh, the more it reflects on your face. And I know yes. you can turn that off, but it's so super creepy when it, I see people. It is very that, creepy. The red eyes like, and the... Yes, veins sticking yes. out. It's like, ugh. Yes. And I think um, I've seen quite a few of those running around. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm totally on board with the Star Wars and... I I logged into WoW the other day, but I'm actually going to suspend my account. Yeah. So, or I'm yep. just going to let it. I think it goes. I think I've got like two more months left on it. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. Which I feel bad doing that, but Star Wars is really it, it's so fresh and yes. it's so engaging that I think I have. And honestly, though, I think when Mass Effect Three does come out. I'll drop Star Wars. (laughs) Really, that's what it makes me want to do. That's what it makes me want to do is go play Mass Effect because it's there's so much like it, and the the characters are in the it. It really reminds me of Mass Effect a lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, it just makes me really excited about it. Okay, so enough about Star Wars, which I don't. It'll become like wow <laughs> that really. I don't think there'll ever be enough of Star Wars right now. But That's right. <laughs> it is time to move on. Um, so news. So there's iPad three news. Yes. So uh, nothing has been officially released from Apple, but what we're hearing are from the people that make the components for the iPad three, and what they're saying is they're shipping to the United States. Uh, like in for February for possibly a late February, early March announcement slash release. So the other uh, swing to that is that they are continuing to make the iPad two components. So the theory is, and, and most people are accepting this is that Apple will continue to sell the iPad two, but at a discounted price. And then they will also have the iPad three available. So, you know, at the normal prices, I would assume. So they'll drop the iPad 2 by a couple hundred bucks. So has there been any news on what is expected in the iPad 3? Uh, well, it's the standard, uh, you know, a, certainly a better resolution screen and a, a higher processor. Um, but other than that, no, no uh, specific information. Yeah, that's what I figured. And I mean, my iPad 2 is really awesome. I really like mm-hmm. um, what it does and everything. The camera could be better. I really, mm-hmm. really wish there were a better camera. <laughs> but other than that, that's really my only complaint about it right. is that. So 
I don't know. This this tends to fall into my pattern of purchasing Apple products. As I'm 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 always an early adapter uh, adopter. So I did this with the iPod and the iPhone. As I buy the first generation, I skip the second generation, and then I buy the third generation because I figure by the time the third comes out, they've perfected whatever it is that they're they're shooting for and then yes. that's going to be one that's going to last for a long time and so and honestly i wouldn't have bought the ipad 2 if i didn't want a 3g option right. um and that's really and i wanted to wait because i knew something would be coming out but yes i i needed that 3g so i was like oh, i'll mm -hmm. go ahead and do it and i don't think the ipad 3 will be that much and then i can always just sell this and get an ipad 3 yeah if I want, exactly you know exactly. so it's not a huge deal to me but we'll just see how it goes and see what what's on it and yeah. um i don't know we'll see i know my ipad is is obviously i had the original uh it's really feeling the burden of trying to play these newer games oh, i can imagine you know, like then the, that uh uh game yeah machinima well i'm gonna call it machinima <laughs> whatever it's <laughs> that called, game huh? Uh, Infinity Blade 2, the Batman game, all my my iPad either cannot play them or struggles to play them. So <coughs> it's not a, it's not a matter of that my iPad isn't functioning anymore. It's just struggling to keep up with oh yeah you know the way that the the games are pushing the yeah. technology. So. I can so see that. I can so see that. But yeah, um, and maybe the the iPad three if it has a better processor, faster processor, mm -hmm. that'll make a huge huge yes. difference. Huge from Can't iPad wait. one to yeah. iPad three. Yeah. <laughs> iPad 2 to iPad 3, probably not that big a deal, but... Um, 1 to 3, for one, sure. 1 to 3, you'll really, really <laughs> <Yeah>. see it. <laughs> yeah, that's really going to be nice. I can't wait. <laughs> and then we have this awesome video from IGN that yes. it's the, um, the crap, crap gamers say. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you put on here that you've said nearly all of them and I have to agree yes. oh my god when I'm watching this video so it's just two guys basically you know going it, it they're playing game and it's you know cut scene after cut scene of them saying different things that gamers say yes and yeah I I've said them all you know do I have a life zero or is life one the only one left right. <laughs> just one more beat just one more level just one more game just yeah. one more game <laughs> I can't believe I didn't make that joke. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, I've said that all the time. How did I fall oh, off yes. that? <laughs> How did he shoot me? <laughs> oh, there I was, said that a lot. It was lag. It was lag. <laughs> lag, exactly. <laughs> Are you looking at my screen? <laughs> and my favorite one, which I've said to my kids all the time, and he's talking to his girlfriend. Um, yeah, you can play, but just don't save. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've said that so many times to him. Yeah, just don't save it, okay? <laughs> I don't want you to ruin it. Oh, it's very funny. So it'll be up on the site. And yes. then talking of Star Wars, there's a video yeah. on Cracked that it's um, Star Wars Hates Women. And it's talking <laughs> about the first three episodes. Well, right. you know. Yeah, four, For five, us, and six. It's always the first three. <laughs> it is. It's always the first three. It will always be the, the first original three. Star yes. Star Wars, and how there's no women except for Princess Leia, Leia, um, one Imperial officer, and the rest are sex slaves or dancers. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah. it's so funny watching this video and how they go through it, and you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, 
That's yeah. true. I'm, how did I not notice that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was the only woman <laughs> that wasn't a slave or, or a dancer. Well, then I like how they go through, well, and her role model, she really wasn't a very good role no. model. Which no, she wasn't. I kind of disagree with it, but, you know, well, it's still funny as hell. Yeah, but I've also seen comparison of her, her Leia, to her mother, which would be, you know, Natalie Portman's character yeah, from Pad, Padme. newer ones. And wow, she is horrible compared to Leia. I mean, she just essentially, she literally gave up. Yeah. Literally gave up and died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of anything more pathetic than that. Just, exactly. Exactly. Just this child that I've seen grow up uh, dissed me. <laughs> and he's doing bad things, so I'm just going to roll over and die, and I can't be bothered to live for my children <laughs> that I just gave birth to. Ugh, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. that's pretty darn pathetic. <laughs> well, and still, even in the later ones, there weren't really a lot of good... You know, I'm thinking on um, the the newer Star Wars, there's still not mm-hmm. a lot of good women role models no. in that. It's no. you're You're looking at them, you're like... I can't think of any that I would really yeah. say there's as a no, role model. There's no female leaders that you look to and go, yeah, yeah. okay. Or She's even badass. Or nope. even um, you know, Jedi's or nope. <laughs> uh, even the bad guys, even Sith, you know? There's mm-hmm. none of them that I would be like, uh-huh. yeah, they're badass. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but both of those videos will be up um in the show notes and you've really got to watch them because they are so so funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see here. We do have one email. Let me pull oh, awesome. it up here because I wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. And um, it is from Jim, A.A.K. Johnny Feisty. And he says, hello, LOL. I thought you should know that your last podcast was the straw that broke the camel's back on my Skyrim holdout. So this oh. email is actually from um, a couple of weeks ago. Now I have to budget time for Star Wars, The Old Republic, <laughs> WoW, and Skyrim. Oh, Not no. sure my wife is going to be happy about this. Happy New Year, Sorry. Jim. Oh, well, exactly. So my Skyrim has been put kind of on the mm-hmm. shelf right now, which is sad because I've got so much to do. I want to yes. finish it so bad. Um, I so, see that list of quests and it makes me crazy. I'm like, I got it. I got to do these. <laughs> I got to finish these quests. <laughs> so I'm actually traveling to um, Perth this week. I leave tonight to go to Perth. Wow. And I'm actually thinking about packing my PlayStation to take oh, with me. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, but the only, I'll have to check it in baggage. And I'm like, oh, do I really want my mm-hmm. PlayStation to be jostled around? And, you know, so I'm like, I'm not sure. But. Then at least I'd have my Skyrim time while sitting in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to do in Perth while I'm there. And I hate, I'm sure there's like a few of our, our listeners who will be like, what? There's a ton to do in Perth. <laughs> Maybe on the weekend, but Perth is a mining town and everyone oh. leaves the town during the week. And oh. the downtown like shuts down. Unlike Sydney where it's going and going and going and it's so much fun. And there's so many great restaurants in Perth. I'm like, room service. Room service. <laughs> so, I, yeah, and surfing what's on TV. Ugh, no, uh, 
I would take it, take it. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm really tempted, really <laughs> tempted. But um, thank you very much for the email. And what yes. we are going to play next, well, Star Wars is always on the table. Yeah. But there's a new... That will be for a while. Yeah, yeah, there will be. So there is a new um, game that has just been released. The demo has just been released. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and from, this is an interesting tie-in to yes. Mass Effect 3. Yes. So Kingdoms of Amalur, is that how you say Amalur. that? Amalur. Amalur. Um, uh-huh. The Reckoning. So the demo is out right now. You can go get the demo. And I haven't done that yet because I just got back, but I'm definitely going to do this. Yes. <laughs> is this, this is from 38 Studios, right? Mm-hmm. This is their... Oh, no. This is... Uh, no, it's not officially from them, I don't think. Oh, I thought this one was. Hmm. Okay. But... Um, so what is the the unlock when you when you get the demo you get to unlock something? Yes, when you so the, you can download the demo for uh, the you know the Xbox uh, uh, PS3 and uh, PC, yep. and when you're playing it, when you first load it, you'll unlock uh, armor that you can use in uh, Mass Effect Three um, that was designed by Todd McFarlane. And if you finish the demo, you will unlock the weapon that goes along with it. And the demo's not that long. <laughs> so then you can port these items into Mass Effect 3 when you actually get the game. So I was, I was going to play Mass Effect 3 on my PC. That was going to be where I played it because I really liked right. playing it on there. Right. But with this connect thing, I'm, I am totally rethinking that. And Okay, now... <laughs> Hold your, hold your horses. At CES, Microsoft announced they're releasing a Kinect that works with the PC. That is strictly for the PC. Yeah, I heard that. When is that coming out? February 1st. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I could possibly... It's, it's kind of expensive, though, wasn't it? It was like $100 yes. or something. Yes. Now, the, the interesting thing is they've said that this version of the Kinect is just for the PC and it does not work with the Xbox 360. Uh, and that the one that you have for your 360 should not work. However, there is beta software, a beta driver out there that does do the job. You can take your Kinect from your 360, connect it to the PC, and use this beta driver to, to run it on your PC. Um, officially, Microsoft says we're not supporting this, but they've extended the license for three years. So it will work. And it will work for three years. So, yeah. if you've only got the Kinect, <laughs> I say get that driver, save yourself some money, and play it on the PC. Yeah, but um, I wonder, so they, how, how do they have the Kinect for the PC? Is it the same bar and it hooks up different? Because my problem is going to be hooking up the Kinect to my PC in, you know, Oh, I guess it doesn't use the camera because it's only using voice. It's only the right. voice commands that are being used right, right. for the Kinect. So I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter it, where you place the Kinect um, versus like on the Xbox, you have to place it, you know, in a perfect spot so it can see your body and everything. Right. So and it's not, that's not really what it's being yeah, used for. Yeah, for Mass Effect 3, it's only using the voice, which is awesome. Did you see the video of it? Yes. <laughs> I am so excited for that. So, yeah, cool. I'm, I definitely have to rethink my strategy. But the only thing is I don't have anything to port on the, on the Xbox 
for those mm-hmm. characters. So, you know, on my PC, I have it all set up to port my Mass Effect 2 um, crew into Mass Effect 3. So right. that would be a good option then if I can use the Connect on my PC and do it that way. That would be, right. that would be awesome. That would yep. be awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. But <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalar, it's coming out. The release date on it is February 7th. There's a lot of good stuff coming out in February. Right. Um, and, the, and, and, and that game itself actually looks very good. It's, it, it will be a real contender for Skyrim people. Uh, if, you've, if you've played Skyrim and maybe you're done with it and I mean, you're looking for something that's similar... Try the demo and see if, if you're not impressed by it because it, it actually is pretty good. Um, I, I'm interested in it. Yeah, it, <laughs> I didn't think I would say that, but you know, it's not bad. I mean, I don't know where I'll find the time, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, there was, there was some time that I kind of didn't have anything to play. It was like, God, what am I going to play? Now, do not have that problem again. It's like either feast or famine around here. Feast or famine. So, And then the Vita's coming out, which I'm really interested in that because it is portable and I travel all the time. And it would be great if I could get Skyrim on my Vita to Mm. go around. It's probably too intensive to play on it. I don't know. But that would have been awesome. (laughs) Yes. I would have loved that. I would have loved that. Oh, someday. We're getting closer. You know, the handhelds are getting more powerful. We're getting there. Someday. <laughs> I mean, I still like playing on my, my big-ass TV, you know, mm-hmm. seeing it big like that. Even on my yes. PC, it's almost too small now. You know, I'm like, oh, this is so tiny compared <laughs> to my big TV. I love my big TV. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a bummer. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm just, you know, first world problems, huh? Yeah, uh, right. Exactly. Oh, my game is too my small. My 17-inch monitor <laughs> really? is too small. For my, uh, yeah, exactly. Stop whining. Jeez. That's what Asheo said the other day. He's like, oh, man, this stupid iPad. I can't see my games when I'm, you know, in the sunshine. And I'm like... That's your biggest problem right now in your <laughs> right. life is that some of the games you can't really play when you're outside. Right. Gosh, that is rough. <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> Poor baby. And then yes. um, Never Dead is coming out. So I, j- I don't think I'll have time to play this. But Yeah, but I, I just wanted to throw this game out here because I have not heard anything about it. But its, it's release date is January 31st. Right, so it's around the corner. This game <laughs> is is different in that the the gameplay relies on your character being dismembered, and when you get dismembered, you actually get stronger. <laughs> you, in full body form, are less powerful than when you've lost one limb. And less powerful than if you've lost three limbs. Uh, I've watched the demo. I've watched the character get decapitated and get up and keep on fighting. Uh, It is a weird (laughs) blend of, you know, traditional dungeon crawling uh, fighting with this zombie-like 
hurling your own body parts at creatures to defeat them. And I don't know. I just got to, uh, I think I'll rent it. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> definitely sounds like a rental to me. <laughs> yes. I mean, if it's funny, it could be a franchise start. It if could. It's not, yeah. If it's not, uh, I'm out a couple bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, cool. But it's being released for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. And uh, hey, if you got a red box, maybe check it out. But uh, it does it does sound funny. Oh <laughs> this my god! Whole yeah. Idea that that your you know lose body parts and actually get stronger. And we were talking about how it reminded us of Monty Python and the Holy Grail and just and a the, flesh uh, wound. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Bleed on me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is so weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I think we finally come to the end of the show. But we had a blast today. I thank you, Eileen, again. Oh, I know. Yes, thank you. Out there, um, it's always nice to hear the Android perspective. You know, yes. I, um, I haven't. I don't actually own any Android I ha- I don't either. I don't either. And you know, I've I've never really thought about it. My son, I got him a Kindle Fire for Christmas. Oh, yes. First thing he does is jailbreak it. I mean, because ah. he can, you know, and that's <laughs> yes. what he loves to do. He goes and he puts, he does his own thing to it. And, you mm-hmm. know, Android is, is like that. You can definitely do that. Oh, crap. There's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not an Android phone. <laughs> Not an Android phone. It's a stupid Blackberry from work. <laughs> but it's way over on the other side of the room. So wow, going to let it that ring. That is a ring to All right. <laughs> but it's like our music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, that's done. Um, so, Steph, can you tell yes. everyone how to reach us? Absolutely. Well, we have our website, which is ladiesofleet.com, and our email address, which is ladiesofleet at gmail.com. And, of course, our Twitter accounts, uh, there is a Ladies of Leet Twitter. Uh, Kim is just Kim Molly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. Nicole is Nicole Spag, and myself is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. We also have our call-in number, area code 623-252-4263. And that reminds me, I picked my legacy name in Star Wars. Oh, we forgot to talk about that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when, you've, when one of your characters has finished the first portion of their class story, you get what's called a, a legacy, and you get the, the opportunity to pick a legacy name. This legacy name applies to every single character that you make on different servers. It doesn't matter. Every single one gets the opportunity to have this name. You can, you can display it as either your character's last name, like Gypsy Girl, blah, blah, or you can display it underneath your name, your character's name as the blah, blah legacy. And I picked <laughs> Lady of Leet as my legacy name. So it's all one word because you can't have spaces. So all of my characters now say first name, Lady of Leet. That is, I am so jealous. I am so oh, jealous. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have I was so happy. Well, because it's so, you know, it, it's like an important decision, you it know. It is. And I have it been is. thinking and I've, come up with all kinds of clever little things, but none of them really mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, oh, what, you know, this is important. <laughs> yeah. You started thinking about, 
to like all the characters that you've rolled across various MMOs and you know what was the thing that tied them all together and I, at first I was going to go with Gypsy Girl but that really didn't match since one of my characters is actually called Gypsy Girl. Yeah. So I had to think of something and and then that just occurred to me. I was like, ah, yes, take it. See, I need to do like Molly Dumb or something, you know, it's the kingdom of Molly here, you know. There you go. (laughs) Because that's pretty much been my, um, my thing. So, yeah. You can have this as the Molly legacy. That's kind of Yeah. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Cool. Or, um, yeah, of the Molly house or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have to think about that. <laughs> Talk yes, with Ralph because yes. Ralph can come up with some pretty clever things. Pretty clever, yes. <laughs> and a lot of the a lot of the cool ones are getting snapped up as people progress through the storylines. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, I can see that. Okay, well, um, thank you all for listening again, and um, don't forget we're part of the Frog Pants um, Studio family. Mm-hmm. So you know, check out the other Frog Pants podcasts out there there's a ton of them and they're all incredible yes all awesome and we will see you next week i don't know um who our special guest will be or if it will be nicole um but we do have a couple of them out there that we've got ideas for so um we will let you know but thanks for listening bye everyone bye Yeah.